and welcome to the All Ears on Me podcast. I'm your host, Robson Scott, and with me today, I've got Lewis Dolman. Lewis, how are you doing? Not bad, Robson. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Uh, first of all, uh, we'll just get get straight into it. Um, how are things uh, in one of the best cities in the country? How are things in Liverpool? Well, how's it everywhere? Um yeah, that's all right. There's no one about, um, apart from people that ignore the rules. You know, you standard dickheads with our noses out when they've got the mask on. But you know, <laughs> other, other than that, um, how how have you how have you found the past the past few months? I know for you especially, being uh, sort of classed in the the vulnerable category. Um, have you? Has it been any sort of? Do you think you've had sort of different experience to anyone else, or do you think it's just been <laughs> sort of similar to everyone? Uh, I've been stuck in the house more like, but um, that's probably it. Rattled a couple of seasons off of footy manager, but um, yeah, other than that, nothing. Yeah, pretty much the same. Problem, I just can't go, can't go to the shops again. Got a shield again now, so I'll sit in the car and make shops, and then pretty much it makes my life easier. How how are you finding the sort of um, working from home thing and stuff like that? Because I know sort of a lot of people have uh, sort of prefer it, but others kind of don't like it as much. Are you finding it? Better or hit and miss, hit and miss. Sometimes it's like you can no traveling time, get up like five minutes before you start. Um, but then other times it's like working from home till like nine o'clock and you just like I just want to go and watch a telly or you get a bit distracted. But it's it's better than going in the office, like definitely better than going in the office. Um, so because if, if people don't know, uh, Lewis used to live in Newcastle and now uh, lives in Liverpool with his um his girlfriend uh i just wanted to sort of ask you obviously i have quite a big sort of connection to liverpool um it's sort of great for you living there for me because i can like come down quite often as we did before lockdown i was there at least probably once a month yeah um what do you think like what's the sort of pros and cons of liverpool versus newcastle like sort of uh comparing to i've got a few things written down sort of um like travel wise the sort of city center um, I know we always talk about how we think St James's is the per- most perfectly positioned um, sort of stadium in the country. Um, how do you think like Liverpool holds up against Newcastle in terms of the city? Uh, well, I'm going to be a bit biased towards Newcastle, aren't I? Um, mm-hmm. You've got to have your footy stadium right in the middle of the city. I think it's just, just where it has to be. Um, but then again, it's Newcastle's a one one team city in it, so. But they're, they're pretty similar. Liverpool's slightly bigger in in a like city centre wise, but with Newcastle you've just got you know you get the bus in, get the train in, you're in one place and you're sorted within about ten minutes of each other. But yeah, I'd, I'd say they're pretty similar. I've not experienced Liverpool as much. Um, yeah. Not not being on like a proper night out is what I would have in Newcastle as well. But I would say they're pretty pretty similar to be fair. I'd, I'd definitely still give Newcastle the edge, but. In, most, in terms, I'm always going to say that. Now. Yeah, in terms of the people and everything as well, how do you find Scouts as sort of line up against Geordies? Pretty much the same. Pretty, same pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. Same people with different accents, really. Okay, so um, I've sort of bigged up this episode on the past podcast because we're going to get on to something that is sort of very dear to both of us, and that is um, sort of sitcoms and uh, comedies. I know we spent many, many hours. Uh, sat playing football manager together um, at yours, sort of reeling through many different sitcoms. So we've watched a lot of them together. Um, we just have a sort of uh, general interest. So um, what me and Lewis have done 
is put a sort of top five together each of of um our favorite sitcoms so when i say this it's sort of our top five of uh things that sort of have made us laugh the most uh sort of combined with what we'd sort of stick on if we're bored and need some sort of comfort watching um so lewis i'll, I'll come to you first what have you got is um it's number five number five before i start with number five just want to give a few you know honorable mentions for ones that didn't quite make i've got the some top five. i've got some honorable mentions as well so we'll we'll so, see if there's any similarities so for ones that didn't quite make the top five, I've got Only Fools and Horses didn't quite make it. Oh, wow. Um, I've gone for Bottom that didn't quite make it. Don't think we ever watched that together, but Megan nah, introduced us to that. And I would never seen it. To be fair, I never even heard of it until I started seeing Meg. Um, yeah. But you won't watch it, to be fair. It's, uh, it is really good. So it's, yeah, just missed, just missed out on the top five. And um, I'm sure there was something else I missed out. Um, no, I think that's it. I'll probably okay. forgot one, but I'll probably forgot one when you say your list. But yeah, that, that them them two just just didn't make it. Um, okay, so I'll go through my honourable mentions now. Um, I've got uh, Peep Show, which didn't quite make it. Um, which is sort of a newer thing that I've watched. I think I watched it a couple of years ago, and asked, I watched it again during lockdown, and it's 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 brilliant. So if you haven't seen that, I definitely recommend that. Um, and then a couple of American shows like um, You Girls, really good. Um, Modern Family as well uh, always gives a laugh, but I w- wouldn't say it would make the top five. And then a sort of outside shout, which I don't know if you've if you've sort of heard of, is Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now I've, I've seen a few episodes of that with Meg. To be fair, a few episodes of that. So I've seen the first few seasons, and apparently it just gets better and better. But I watched them a long time ago, so I think I do need to sort of restart watching because it it's meant to be like fantastic. And there is some some great episodes. Like I've got past uh, and seen. Um, but I do think I need to sort of catch up. But there's a lot of seasons of that. But um, sort of coming on to my fifth choice, which is why this is in here. And I think this is really, really wild shout. And I'll get a lot of stick for this. But it's more it's more sort of like I loved it when I was a kid. And I recently finished the last couple of seasons in lockdown. And I, I just really enjoy it. It's not everyone's taste. But uh, number five, I've got the Big Bang Theory. You know what? I'm a fan of that as well, Robson. I am a fan of that. People slate it. But it's I, one of the ones. It's a bit. It gets worse as it goes on. Um, but I'll, that is that is a good one. I'll, it's just, I wouldn't it, put it top five, but yeah. it, was, it is it is up there. It's just the easiest watch ever. I feel like I could just literally sit and watch it forever. It's not that I ever sit and laugh a lot at it. I mean, there is times where I do like laugh. It's never hysterically, but I just I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I think I loved it when I was younger, and then just continued sort of watching it. And I think like despite it having so many seasons, it definitely does get worse. But it doesn't get worse to the point uh, where it's unwatchable. Like unwatchable, some, yeah, yeah. Like some shows like Community is another one that would be on honorable mentions. First few seasons of that, first four seasons, uh, three seasons definitely, are absolutely incredible. Um, and then Donald Glover, Childish Gambino uh, leaves. And um, it just goes dramatically downhill. And the sixth season especially is, is dreadful. Um, so... So yeah, so I mean, go on. What's what's your um, what's your? Fifth? So my number my number five, um, I would say is, uh, particular just to just if you're from Newcastle, not many people would have seen it other than that. So I've gone for the Vizy and Pet is number five, um, just just yeah, just just quality really, isn't it? Just yeah, I don't know I, I how mean, to describe it other than that. We've we've watched it together, and it is it is obviously an oldie. I think it was early eighties it came out. If I'm yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and uh, it's classic for 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 people like us from uh, from Newcastle. I don't think I've actually ever seen all of it, um, but I've seen the first two seasons many a time with you. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's and, why I've got it as five because if it was just the first two seasons and didn't do the newer ones, it would be yeah. higher. But I feel because you know when they bring new stuff out for stuff that doesn't really need it, it's yeah. still good. But it's like as you'll probably see when I get higher up the list that you know the smaller smaller sort of series that will make it yeah make it that sometimes quality over quantity is uh is brilliant and that that's very much the sort of that is pretty much it for my top my top four or all uh three seasons max um so going on and going on to number four is is a favorite of mine of yours uh, certainly, and it's Phoenix Knights, which again does not get the recognition that it deserves. I don't think it's on any sort of streaming platform. Um, it's not the only place I've seen it is on Daily Motion, which you've got to play each episode as a yeah. new every time you play it. Um, but I mean, I've got yeah. I've got the box set, luckily. Um, but like I say, when I have a while, I watch it. I normally just watch it on there as well. We've sat and watched it many a time when I've uh, come to yours. Uh, Didn't you bring it around one night? One night we'll watch, we'll watch that, played 40 minutes, and then there was one of the McGregor fights after that, wasn't there? Yeah, I think Not so. Alvarez. Was it Alvarez? Yeah, I think it probably was. Um, yeah, that, that yeah when I came to you, you was in, when was that? January this year? Yes. Yeah, was it, yeah just January. Yeah, no, that was, um, yeah, because we came in January this year, we went to Schoolboy Q, and when Russ and, Russ and Chung came down as well for... yeah. What was that? I thought that was just from the Gregor fight, wasn't it, against uh, Cowboy Cerrone? Yeah, yeah. Um, but we watched, so we watched it then again. I think uh, what we think we watch it every time I came down to yours in Liverpool as well. But I think yeah. we definitely watched it um, for one of the older McGregor fights as well. I think you're right. Um, what have you got at number four? So at number four, again, you've probably got this on your list, but again, the reason it's number four, as I feel, with the specials it does later on, it diminishes it down. Um, so number four, I've gone for the royal family. Oh, all right. Which I feel like again, as just the, the, the normal series, is top quality British comedy. It's you know you sit watching people watching the telly, but it's just it's um... it's, it's just really funny. And if you've not sat and watched that and laughing, there's probably something wrong with you. Um, but yeah, I just feel like again, as they do the more specials, some of them are just unneeded. They're not they fall off a bit and become a bit daft yeah. and. It's for that reason, it's just forced down the list a little bit. But again, another thing we've sat and watched together, and yeah, I'm 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 just trying to think of all the specials because there's the, obviously the Christmas ones. I refuse to watch. Um, what is it? The Queen of Sheba. Queen of Sheba. Because everyone Our, cries at the end of that. Yeah, because it. it's just uh, it's grim. Uh, obviously, when Nana dies. Um, so I, I refuse to watch. It. I don't think I've actually ever seen it. If I have, it's bit once. Um, but then there's the one where they go sort of. They go camping or go to a caravan. Yeah, which I, have, like I haven't it's seen just, that much either. Like it's still good, but it's just it's it just falls away from the actual point. Do you know what I mean? The actual yeah, the yeah. actual program is, programs originally about. So for that, yeah. scene, that's why it drops down. I think drops down the list there. The, there's one all right special where I think it's Christmas Day where they go to Denise's and Dave's mom and dad come round. That's a good one, that, yeah. Yeah, that, that one's decent. But there is a newer one as well that came out uh, probably about 10 years ago now, to be fair, but it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Um, there was another one, and I can't, but I can't think I've ever seen it other than the time when I watched it on telly. 
Is that the one when when she loses the wedding ring or something? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, I, I've literally I, I've never seen it. I don't think other than I remember watching it on telly at the time, but I, I've never seen that. Uh, but um, yeah, as the royal family goes, it is. Um, it does actually make it onto my list higher up. It's uh, it's Jim Royal is literally. I mean, I think a lot of the the reasons why, especially my top four. If you think about it, all things that we would quote like relentlessly all the time, um, yeah. and the royal family is definitely was. I mean, when I was growing up, obviously my my mum used to always like quote the the sort of your one lazy. I thought sod you, Anthony, if you like, or give it like uh, go make us a brew kind of thing. Um, put the kettle on, Bob. Yeah, put yeah. So it's like it's really really quotable, and I think that's something that like comes into sitcoms where it's like unless you have those quotable moments, it doesn't really stick around for that long, and people sort of uh, kind of stop talking about it. When you think of Phoenix Knights, um, you've got like the sort of, I'm getting the word, which um, can can be overused by some people at times. No names mentioned, <laughs> but but. Uh, but it does, like, and there's, I mean, there's plenty. There's, I mean, obviously, you've got your uh, Come and Get Your Black Bin Bags uh, song, which I could definitely recite, but I'm not going to. Yeah, uh, then they're near the one to send the boggers back again. You can't recite yeah, that one you again. can't recite that, but absolutely top, top comedy. Um, and it, it get, yeah, so I definitely, if no one's, if you haven't seen Phoenix Nights, what are you doing? Definitely watch that. Um, so on to number three, I'll let you go first. What have you got there? I have got Phoenix Knight as number three. Oh, you've so got Phoenix Knight as number three. That, okay. Yeah, for pretty much the reasons you've said. And again, it's only two series. Yeah. It, it feels a bit short to watch, but again, it's like, do you know what I mean? It's what it, what it needs to be. And then you can kind of tie Max and Paddy into that as well. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's. I just think it, it does get overlooked. It's not on any streaming sites. Nobody probably watches it as much as anymore, but yeah. It's needs a shame. To be, I wonder I reckon Peter K owns the rights to it, mate, because it's not, oh. on, not even on like Britbox or anything. I reckon he owns not Channel Four. I reckon he owns the rights personally. Oh, so I was going to ask that. I was saying I wonder if it is on Britbox. So it's not even on there either. Nah, not even on Britbox. It's mad because uh, I think the box sets go for quite big money as well on eBay now, um, because you literally you basically can't watch it anywhere. So um, the box set's great as well. Like it's the it, uh, it's the pattern of um, of like the chairs and like a proper social club kind of uh, chair. So it's, uh, it's good. Okay, so um, number three, I've got a big hitter here, uh, which I think will be quite high up on your list. Uh, I've got The Office. And when I say The Office, I obviously mean the UK version. We'll not have any of this US bollocks on here. No, no. The, the real Office, the proper one. The, and then the one where Ricky Gervais then sold the rights to America and made a lot of money off. And people like somehow think it's a way to clown him on Twitter. And he's like, yeah, if you want to see how much money I got from them making that, then... <laughs> but... Um, David Brent, what what a man! Yeah, I mean, how many times have we watched that? I mean, the um, the the training one. We must have sat and watched that training episode over yeah. and over again for about five times. There's been a rape up there. Get their attention. And then um, the moment of that episode that gets overlooked is um, Gareth when he's like two sisters. I'm just watching. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but um, I want to hear more from Gareth. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you've got um, she's dead. She's not dead. 
Um, absolute quality, definitely the best episode. That was something that I was going to sort of come to afterwards. If you could, um, so we'll leave that till the end. But I'll take that from the office. That is definitely my favorite episode of the office. Um, I don't think it is the best episode. There's no, uh, there's no nah. sort of way around the amount, the amount of times it worked. I've wanted to quote to someone. Sometimes a complaint can be false. <laughs> yeah, it's just again, like we said before, it's so quotable. Um, and I mean, it's it's what pretty much got me into Ricky Gervais. I, I have to admit as well, Erin will come in from work or whatever, or um, from the kitchen when she's working during the day uh, throughout lockdown, and I'm sort of roll her eyes when she realises I'm watching The Office for probably the fifth time uh, during lockdown, because it's just it's the most comfort watching whenever I feel sort of down or whatever. That's always what I end up sticking on, because it's just hilarious. It's such an easy watch. Um, okay, so you, you had Phoenix Knights at number three. I had and then, yeah. I had the office. And then, and then number two, I've got the office at number two. Got the All office right, at number two. Okay, so I've got the royal family at number two. Um, so this is very interesting. I'm going to imagine we've both got the same thing at number one. Possibly, but I'm just going to put this out there right now before we go on to number one, because I've forgotten about two, which All right. probably, to be honest, wouldn't have made the top five, but would have again been on mentions. So I've forgotten about the in-betweeners. All and right. I and I forgot about Gavin and Stacey. Okay, so... I, not, neither of them are me number one. They are both honourable mentions. For number okay. one, you can go on to yours in a minute, if you want to say, for my number one, none of these other shows, in my opinion, would be kind of possible without number one. Okay. So, go on, what you got as one? Um, okay, so I've gone for the in-betweeners, and I think it's interesting to mention... Yeah, yeah, I, I think in, if you mention Gavin and Stacey... Um, it's got to the point now where we, we literally rewatched it the other day and I found it really funny and I can obviously quote everything and pretty much say every episode as always, but it's got to the point now where it's hit that mainstream where it just sort of gets mentioned and brought up too often and it's just kind of, it loses its sort of novelty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've gone for the in-between us for the pure fact that like it was pretty much my entire teenage life would played out pretty much very similar to it and uh, probably because I spent the entire time quoting it especially at school, I can definitely recite every single episode line for line. Um, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, so I, I've gone for that. Um, it's it's you... literally genius. But I'm, I'm very interested to hear what you've got number one if the Inbetweeners didn't even make your list. The only reason, I'll be honest, the Inbetweeners probably isn't on there, and it might have made the top five, is because I did forget about it. Um, mm. But number one, I've gone, this is probably quite controversial, um, I've gone for Faulty Towers, Folly Towers, that's a cracking shout again. Another another honorable mention. So it was actually your brother that first made me watch Faulty Towers. Um, and then I ended up getting the box set for Christmas because I loved it so much. It's interesting because me and Ben were talking about Faulty Towers the other day, uh, in Manuel, um, uh, like specifically. But uh, it I knew I had a feeling that Faulty Towers would make your list, but as you went through it, I totally forgot that I'd bought that. Um, but I would agree, I mean, like. A very, very quotable show that not very many people get the references from. It's from our generation, anyway. Yeah, I think for uh, that, more, especially like the, the German episode, is, is offensive as it is. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm in the opinion of you can't censor art. If it's out yeah. there, it's art, isn't it? Uh, um, if you've never cried laughing when he does the walk, um, <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with you? You'd probably buy a sense of humor on eBay for a couple of quid. Um, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just so funny. It's just. Uh, it, it, it's just hilarious. I mean, that's that's normally what I put on. I've gotten off on a watch, and then Meg goes, "Are you watching this again?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's funny, isn't it?" Yeah, I think that's my, my that's the office for me. Um, 
I think my favorite episode of uh, okay, actually, before I say that, right, we'll we'll go back through. So we'll go back to number number five on on both of our lists. I don't know if if you've seen enough of Big Bang Theory. What what is your favorite uh, your favorite episode? Do you know what I have? I've seen quite a bit of it. Probably, I would say most of the seasons, but I stopped watching it the last few years. Um, yeah. But because I'm not seen it in that long, I don't really know if I've got like a favorite. Yeah, it is tough for episode, this. to be honest, because I've not watched it in that 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 long of a time. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't give you a favorite to be honest. There's a couple of episodes that sort of stick out to me in terms of just things that happen in it, and one of them is where um, Penny Bernadette and Amy go to uh, go to Disneyland, and they come back dressed as the princesses, and at the end, Bernadette sort of comes out the bedroom and is like, "Oh, Howie, I've got a surprise for you." And he's like, please be Cinderella, please be Cinderella, please be Cinderella. And she comes out and, and she comes out dressed and the camera just pans back to him and he's got his top off and he's like, my lady. And he like pretends to be a horse and goes over and literally it makes his absolute crease every single time. Um, but there's another few things. The one where Sheldon gets the, gets his bongos, that was also always sort of a... a oh, quote, yeah, I do, I do remember that one. And, um, oh God, there was another one that I was thinking of as well. Um, that's sort of slipped my mind now. So uh, we'll move on. What was your number five? Mine was Avida's in Pet. Avida's in Pet. So the the episode that always comes to mind for me is the one where the guy who plays um I can't remember what his name is in the show, but the guy who's in Harry Potter who plays Wormtail. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Barry. Barry, yeah, he's getting he gets a girlfriend or something. He's uh, he always goes off site. Um, and I think they go swimming in the episode. Oh no! It's uh, it's it's Dennis. I like, guess the German, the German laughs, and then they turn up at the swimming pool. Oh yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. To be fair, that, and, that is a good and one. And the one where um, where uh, Jimmy Neal goes to a Sunderland match and then ends up back in Newcastle as well. That's an absolutely iconic moment. <laughs> when he goes, "What? We brought you one of the lads. We brought you back in the pain." He's like, "What me? I live in Germany, man." <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what's your favorite episode of uh, of that. I would say probably that one where they go. To the uh, the swimming bath one or um yeah that's up there again it's I've not watched it in a while to be honest but all the one where the um they've got the thief the guy that the oh yeah someone, that... someone nicks something from the uh, the hut and all goes on with his his paint to put on people's fingers to try and yeah. catch them that is that is the yeah, number one I think I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch it again to be fair is is that even on anything it might be on gold on um. On Sky, potentially. It might be, yeah. I don't think it's on any streaming things or anything. You probably find it on some some channel during the day or something. Yeah, because you've got the box set which we normally watch it on. Yeah. Um. Okay, number four, Phoenix Knight. Um. Christ, trying to pick a favorite episode of this is hard. I think it has to be the. Uh... Oh, actually, maybe not. I was gonna say the the Talent Show one because that's great. Um, where the council stop. Yeah, yeah, it's stars in their eyes kind of thing. Um, but there's uh, what is the one? Is the, it's the first episode, isn't it? Where they where they do uh, the send the bug eyes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it might actually have to be that one because I don't think I don't think I've I've laughed at anything as much as as that part. Nothing blue, nothing blue. Yeah, but it is racist though. Get him off, Jerry. Get him off. <laughs> I'd say either that one or the first episode of season two when he goes to Jerry's working in Aston. He goes, "What's yeah. that on your on your wrist?" And he goes, um, "Copper bracelet, age mobility." And he goes, oh, "I'll get two for my legs." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the 
one where he gets a girlfriend and she's only there trying to say if um if he's if he's claiming too many too much benefits is cut his quality as well. And he's he's going up the stairs and he's like, I'm gonna rock your world and get at the top of here. Just wait till I get you up here. <laughs> um, what what did you have at number four? Number four, I had um the royal family. Royal family. Um, oh, favorite yeah, episode that... of that for me is definitely when Nana's friend Elsie dies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I think my favorite episode is where she's around, uh, where she's had a cataract. So, <laughs> she she takes the the uh, the remote, the remote control and off, had it in her bag. Yeah, I mean, I think another good one's where Dave and Denise come in after having um having the argument. The whole thing's literally iconic. I I, I watched it the other day again, all the way through, and it's literally. Just every episode is is like makes us absolutely crease. When when Jim thinks um thinks that holidays abroad are a bloody swizz, and yeah, uh, because you can't because you can do everything you can do abroad in this country. Like just everything about like is him as a character. I think he is my favorite sitcom character of all time. I'll be interested to know who you think yours is. My mine's probably Jim Wilder. The amount of times I quote to. Uh... To Meg if someone's at the door and I'm like Meg if it's invisible man tell me I can't see him <laughs> I can't see him <laughs> yeah. I mean there's there's another couple of I mean things that uh, that wouldn't fly nowadays uh, where he tells him he, he's got a meeting with an Arab going to the toilet yeah <laughs> um, I mean <laughs> I'll say what he says but just the sort of uh, 90s comedy that's just absolutely top notch Jim Royal you, is, do, you is, do what you wanted in the 90s couldn't you yeah. no health and safety you can do what you wanted <laughs> Um, is it's oh that actually a, a, a one that we cannot miss a moment is where Twiggy tells um tells Jim about that uh that Dave's left his van at the paper shop. Oh, uh, uh, where's, uh, where's where's the van? I said how's your mum? Uh, how's your mum? <laughs> you 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 said you wouldn't tell him, Twiggy. <laughs> it's the same one where they're where they're on about uh Kirk from Cory uh Darren, and it where he's saying that he's um he's shagging he's some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they the sing the song when he comes out the uh, out the kitchen. Absolutely quality. Um, oh, another, another one I would say for just one one quote is when know the Christmas one when they go to Dave and Denise's and Twiggy goes, um, and Dave's dad says to Twiggy, "Oh, what do you do or something like that?" And he goes, "Oh, nothing. I've just come out." And he goes, "Nothing wrong with that." We go to Denise when he was in the jungle. <laughs> goes, just come out the neck, no, not the clothes. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Okay, so I mean, I've got the office at, at, at number three, which we obviously spoke about. My favorite episode, I think it's unrivaled, really. I, it... I would say that's, in my opinion, the best episode of, of sitcom TV ever. Don't, I don't think it'd be much. It's it, yeah, it's it's definitely up there. Just all different dimensions of it. You've got obviously um, a sort of argument, uh, and then you've got Gareth coming in with that line. The the, the um the part where they're on about the chicken the. Uh, what is it? The the chicken. Why, 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 why would a farmer have a fox? A fox is a farmer's worst enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, goes right. Who's done this? And uh, Gareth goes. Some questions. <laughs> um, and then obviously the singing part where where he's he's singing this and she's like, oh, is that for um, was that about Diana? <laughs> or another uh, one I would say at the office. Second favorite. Got to be the quiz night. Of course, if I can throw your shoe over this, uh, we 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 win the quiz. That's the real quiz. That's the real quiz. Yeah, the amount of times I've gotten uh, Meg when I've bought a free of Nos Pie in the shop's been like, 
<laughs> no one ever gets it. That's the problem. I, I say that to Erin all the time, who's not a fan of sitcoms at all. Like she just has, I mean, guess, no sense of humour. Um, and yeah, she, she doesn't get it. Um, <clears throat> okay, number two, I've got the royal family. So, uh, oh, sorry, what did you you had number three? Three was Phoenix Knights, and two was, was the Phoenix Knights. Yeah, so so we've covered them, and then the in between us. I'm interested to know what your favourite episode of this because this is always controversial, and I think people always have like totally different um, opinions. Favourite episode? Do you know what? I'm going to have to just quickly Google the titles of the episode because I'm not. I'm going to be honest. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, I think uh, for me, it's between two, and it's it's between when um, <laughs> Will's mom goes away to the Cotswolds with Fergus. And, oh yeah, uh, that, that is a good one. They all go around. Um, and then the last episode where they go camping again is, is absolutely quality. But I mean, there's so many to choose from because there's definitely like an iconic quotable moment from every episode. Maybe the Caravan Club. Caravan Club's a great one. Caravan Club. I thought um... we should be safe. <laughs> Caravan Club, what else? Um... Yeah, I think. I think. Either Caravan Club or maybe Bunk Off, the second one, when they're when when the um they don't go to school, the sky off and then they go to um yeah. they go to uh, Simon's house. Yeah. And then they go to Neil's and um Wilco's Neil's dad a, a bumder. <laughs> Everyone knows you have Carly Tomato. You're so sad. <laughs> you wrote it on the pavement. <laughs> Even the uh, Levens were taking the piss out of you. How <laughs> sad is a date at her house tonight? <laughs> oh, it's great. I mean, Carly is one of the worst uh, sitcom characters of all time. To be fair, like what a bitch. Like, I one, of the wor- one of the worst actors as well. You ever notice when she talks, she's not my mouth. Yeah, she's not great. Um, I mean, the the movie sort of revolving around her kind of annoyed me as well. I really, I really liked the In Between Us movie. Um, and I remember like my mum sneaking us in to see it because um, it was a 15 and it was like a big thing if you could get in to see the in-between us movie at the time when you weren't um, 15. I remember, I actually remember you going to see it. I think, oh, it might have been Scott, it might have been your brother had gone to see it um, and then came back and was like, oh yeah, it was really good. And the first thing I asked him was, did, did they clear up what if uh, if Simon went to Cardiff or not? Um, or Swansea, sorry, if, if he'd Swansea, gone, yeah. gone to Swansea. Um and then, then they like really want to go see it because I got in to see it, and I think uh, Nick, like obviously your younger brother, your younger brother, I didn't. Uh, Nick didn't get in because I remember we wound up about it. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> so yeah, that, I think mean, that's good. The, the second film's nowhere near as good, um, but it still has some some decent moments, especially yeah. like the, the campfire part. Mainly for those people who do go to Australia, <clears throat> Dean. Um, it's just it's just great to kind of. I mean, take the piss out of them. Gives you a lot of ammunition, and obviously the poo part as well. Poo. Uh, But I haven't seen that one nearly as much as um, as the first one. And then Faulty Towers. Now, this is an interesting one. Your favorite episode of that? Uh, I guess other than the the walk episode. Yeah. Don't mention Don't mention the walk. Yeah, we don't Um, mention the walk. But again, I'll probably get in trouble for saying that, but wait, do you know what I mean? It's, it's fine, don't worry about it. There was no one offended at the time, was there? It's just <laughs> people come out and um, just have a look. 
Maybe the hotel inspector one when he starts to bring that guy, but he thinks he's a hotel inspector, but he's not. He's not, yeah, and he tell, yeah, and he comes out and he, he, he bumps ah. into the bush and turns around as if he's gonna, uh, as if he's gonna smack it. Is it that one? Um, I don't think it is that one. The no, thing, no, the that's one... the that's that's the go that's the goal, man. I, when his car breaks down. Yeah, that, that's the the one I'm thinking of. I think is my favorite episode where I think he's the guy's a. He, he keeps putting something in the safe or gets it out the safe or something, and then uh, he runs off from him. And he, he's like, oh, that's the that's the, uh, the 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 con man. The con man, con man one. That one. That, that one's definitely my uh, my favorite episode. I think that's the first one. I think that's the first episode. Yeah, I think it is actually as well. Uh, there's the uh, the rat as well. Is that one's a that one's a decent episode? Oh, I'll tell you which one I like. The uh, the Waldorf salad. The uh, <laughs> the American guy. Most yeah. times, mate goes to me. What do you want for Tino's eggs? You want your Waldorf salad? <laughs> Uh, fresh, fresh out of Waldorf, unfortunately. <laughs> I think again, this has just made us want to go watch a lot of sitcoms, which I think is what I'll, uh, I'll probably end up doing this week. Um, okay, so slightly moving on, um, another like thing that we love, and we sort of, I guess I should have mentioned it at the start, is that we didn't include animated shows in the uh, sort of top sitcom list. It was all sort of live action, but there is some um, some incredible animated shows that I'd, I'd like to talk about. Um, first one we'll go to is the sort of most famous and the most obvious one, and um, which is probably not our favourite uh, is The Simpsons. Um, again, I've started rewatching them again from from season three. Um, iconic, like incredible television, um, but it obviously it's it's sort of known for going downhill so much. Um, yeah, I can't remember the la- I think the last I don't even know where it's up to now, but I think the last season yeah. I watched. 32, 33, something like that. So I think the last season I watched properly was 22. Um, I remember I had it on my PSP back in the day when you could put like TV films on on, on a memory stick and put it in your PSP and watch them. Yeah. So I used to watch them on that. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I've seen the Lady Gaga episode as well because I was just sort of curious about that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess earlier episodes of the um, Simpsons. Is there any sort of episodes that stick out to you that you you really like? B Sharps, that's my favourite one. Now when he's in the um, he's in the oh, it's incredible, yeah. Um, the the something barbershop to... band. Oh, the barbershop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's in that, that one. It's based it. on like Mick Take the Beatles. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Um, Young board, that one. <laughs> they're singing on top because they're singing yeah, on top yeah. of uh, Moe's instead of yeah, like obviously. Yeah, it's reference to the Beatles singing on top of um, on top of the Apple Apple, Apple Apple Studios, yeah, and then Barney turns into like John Lennon with his Japanese laugh. Yeah, incredible. Um, yeah, I just like I like that one. Um, quite I like um, Mr. Plow. Yeah, uh, Mr. Plow, and he definitely, yeah, definitely Mr. Plow's a great shout. Um, that used to be a good one when I was a kid. I remember my mum used to always talk about that. I'm trying to think. There's an episode of The Simpsons, right? That I, I think I've only ever seen like once or twice. And I can't find it, and it, it might be in the first two seasons, so that might be why I haven't seen it. But um, one where Homer has an affair, or is about to have, a, have an affair, and with he wears the, his... With Mindy, the last one, the pole plant with the yeah. ginger hair. Yeah, yeah, and he has like some sort of t-shirt of Marge on. Um, oh, and he it, puts it on a part of stretches on his belly. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that one's... I, I remember that. I'm going to have to find it and watch it. Cause that's, Do you know like, what? You're right, though, because when that came on Disney+, Plus, I couldn't find that as well, because I don't think we watched the first season, because Homer's got a different voice at the start, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. So I think we might yeah. have skipped season two as well, but um, 
yeah, I couldn't find that as well. So it must be a really, a really early one. Early episode. Um, because I'm, I'm like really, really slowly getting through. Like I'll watch like sort of one or two episodes a day. Um, in bet- especially this week, in between all of the sort of um, election talk and stuff, I've been like throwing things on and then flicking back to like uh, to CNN and then back to that. Um, I'm trying to think of like other episodes. There's so many that like sort of stick out. The the one that I, the most recent one that I watched is the Left Porium one. Where uh, Flanders uh, opens the sort of left emporium shop. Yeah. Uh, and then, hey, what's a good one as well? The monorail one. Oh, what's monorail is, one? is the sort of episode. That is so, I mean, I seen an article the other day that I was reading that says that's the best um, episode of television ever. Um, it is, in fair, it is a really good episode, actually. It, it is a really is good incredible. one. Uh, again, that's another one that my mum used to sort of sing the song to randomly monorail, monorail, monorail. Um, I'm trying to think. There's like so many good episodes that now I just kind of the one where um I was think I was I was talking to someone about this not so long ago and they kind of it took us ages to sort of explain it properly. But there's the one where Homer's scared of the um of the gay man and he thinks he's he's turning he's going to turn Bart gay and Homer takes him to the um to the steel mill to uh to show him what real men do. Oh, and, and all the men there are probably. Yeah. Um, gay dancing like, on the uh, podium. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mr. Lemmer. <laughs> That's what it reminds of the, uh, the episode of Carl Pilkin where, where, the, where he's in America. It's like, yeah, I do the wing walk or you go here. <laughs> and you get you fucking twat. <laughs> twat. Um, so, yeah, that, that one's a good one. I always remember because I think he gets, um, he gets bought a gun. And he's just boss just going zap, zap, and Homer's <laughs> was getting like really like scared. Oh, that was such a good episode. Um, the uh, Poochie, Poochie's a good episode. Um, yeah, Poochie and Scratchy. Um, I mean, I'm gonna get <clears throat> I'm gonna get a list up now and see if there's any other episodes because The Simpsons is like an, a great one. But I guess whilst whilst I do this, um, South Park is something that we're obviously gonna come on to. Um, what uh, what is your favorite sort of South Park episode? Why do you think that? Because I'm gonna say I guess you think that's the um the sort of best animated show. Yeah, um, I put the, my favorite ones. Yeah, my favorite ones are South Park are mainly the Randy episodes. Yeah, because you just what what a character he is. The uh the one where they do the, the, the baseball and he starts fighting all the the people in the crowd. Yeah, uh, and he's like, "Pulls was America, pulls was America." I think I think um, my my favorite South Park episode um. Is is Casa Bonita, uh, where, where he puts butters in the bomb shelter, um, yeah, and then and just because he wants to go to Casa Bonita, I think, honestly, uh, if there's any episode I think's made us laugh the most, I think it's possibly that one. The um, World of Warcraft one I like as well. Yeah, that that's incredible. Or the uh, one where where Randy gives himself ball cancer so he can get weed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's jumping around like like as if it's a, like a bouncy ball thing, um, singing Buffalo Soldier. <laughs> Um, oh, the the uh, the masonry episode of The Simpsons. That's a really good one. Uh, the one where where Homer joins the Masons. Oh yeah, that is good. That one, the, and he's the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the thing on him. Yeah, it's we do, we do. Who I can't remember what the actual rest of the song is, but uh, that one. Um, another episode just literally came into my mind, and then as I googled this, it's uh. It's gone. Um, at the one where Millhouse becomes uh, the sidekick to Radioactive Man. Oh, um, yeah, and Bart, Bart wants the job, and he, uh, yeah. Millhouse gets it instead. 
Um, that's a that's a great one, uh, which I don't think is actually on here. Yeah, Rosebud is mentioned in the top ten, the what the rip off of Citizen Kane or the sort of oh, hammer yeah. uh, Citizen Kane. Um, <clears throat> Cape Fear, uh, which is the ultimate sideshow Bob episode, uh, which is in season five. Uh, um, and it's obviously like based on the movie Cape Fear. Uh, I'm trying to think. Home as enemy. Oh, that one's that one's great. Where Grimes comes. Oh, is that that is that the one where he dies? Then, or does he come back later on and die? Yeah, I think I think this is the one where I'm pretty sure this is the one where after like Home has killed his dad, this is his son coming. Grimey. Yeah. Um. That that that's great. Uh, a spirit. Quest Acid Trip. What is this one? Um, Homo. Oh, where, yeah, where Homo wins uh, the hot pepper eating contest. Oh, yeah, and he has about a trip. Yeah, there's that one. Deep Space Homo, uh, where he joins, uh, becomes an astronaut. Uh, Homo at the bat. Is that where he becomes the. Um, oh, I, d- I don't think it is, but there's the one where Homo becomes the. Um, the mascot for, for the uh, the isotopes. Oh, when he, when he's doing the hunger strike, because like moving the team at Albuquerque. Yeah. Um, the present war pearls. There is Lisa's president in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it is. There's the there's the one where um, the one isn't there one where Bush moves in over the yeah, road. Yeah. Um, George, uh, what's he called? The the older one, his dad. Yeah, H. Bush across the road. Uh, Three Hours of Horror. Oh, I mean, all of them are great. Peach, yeah, Peachy shows that is Marge versus the Monorail is still like the top one that they always um they always sort of talk about. There's going to be episodes that's going to come with through a day, and I'm going to kick myself for uh, <clears throat> for not being able to um to think of them right now. Um. But yeah, so so there's that, the South Park. Um, there's an honourable mention for me, which I would I would really recommend you, Bojack Horseman. So I started watching Bojack like a long time ago, and I got like through the first two episodes, and was thinking like, this is what is this program? It's like weird as fuck, and like not that that's even a bad thing, but I just like, I just couldn't get into it. Um, and then um, I watched it properly all the way through, and it's it's absolutely incredible like as an actual show not even just as animation um it's like it's like really good i mean it's quite depressing at times it gets quite deep um well i guess very deep to be fair um but it's very it's very good and if you're ever stuck for something to watch like force yourself to watch the first season and then i'm sure you'll actually love it yeah um and then of course an animated show that i mean actually before i move on to um to that what what's your sort of opinion on like American Dad and Family Guy? Because I've just never been able to get away with it. But I'm I've seen they're all right. I would I could watch them, but I just feel like they're not that. I would say with Family Guy, it's probably funny the first time you watch that one episode. Yeah. Then you watch it again, and you just think, Do you know, like with like The Simpsons and South Park, it's got yeah. like re- replay value. Don't feel like Family Guy so, does. Yeah, Family Guy does. Um, I know TJ used to like absolutely love Family Guy, um, and it's like a few episodes that I kind of remember. Like I've watched, I've probably watched like all of it, like pretty much, um, especially like all the older seasons anyway. 
but like I just I could never really get away with it. I didn't really think. I mean, obviously the Star Wars episodes and stuff were good. Yeah, uh, yeah they're good. Like Blue Harvest. Like the ones like, where where Brian and Shui would go on like their adventures around the world. They were quite good. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, there's the one where they go back in time and kill Hitler or see Hitler or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that that one's that one's uh, pretty good. And, and uh, one of the moments that sort of sticks out to me, which I think's probably the funniest moment to me, um, other than uh, Black Jesus, uh, he ruined it. Town on ass, your mama's ass, Black Jesus. Um, that one's good. That like little part, but um, the part where someone asks um, Peter his name, and he's like, "Oh uh, yeah," he tries to make it up. To yeah, his name. <laughs> yeah, so he sees a P, and then a baby crying, sees the tear, and then a griffin just flies through the window of the office. Um, that one's that one's pretty good. Uh, like of all the moments in Family Guy, I guess that's probably something I laughed at the most. Um, but. And actually, going back to South Park and speaking of TJ, I remember this one episode of South Park that TJ like absolutely hates, um, and like literally thinks it's, and kind of put him off South Park. So one where um, Cartman, I I, I can't even remember like sort of most of the premise of the episode, but I think it's something to do with um with some kid in his class has like pissed him off in some way, shape, or form. So he grinds his meat into a uh, he grinds his parents into like a meat and puts them in some sort of oh. like. Scott Heron um, must die. Yeah. But, yeah but it's, it's, it's like a, a Cartman, uh, Cartman buys uh, Scott Heron's pubes off him. He thinks <laughs> he, has to buy, he, has to, he has to buy them rather than grow your own. Um, and then something like they'll have a chilli cook-off and Scott Heron puts his pubes in and gives it to Cartman. Cartman's like, um, well, I, I killed your parents, ground them up and put them in your chilli. <laughs> and TJ like, speaks to it this day that he can't get away with South Park because of that episode because he thinks they sort of took it too far. Um, but I mean, uh, you watched the pandemic special as well. It was really good. Like, I really, yeah, I thought it was really fun. I'll be honest, I really like the new the new season since Randy moved to Tegrity Farms. Yeah, Tegrity Farms is incredible. It's when, it's when he goes to the vape shop and he's like, Oh, what are you, um, what are you smoking them pussy sticks for? <laughs> um, yeah, South Park is something that I think not a lot of people actually, especially like it as much as we do. Um, I think I, I guess it sort of might be a sign of the time. Um, the but it's, thing you get with South Park is you're guaranteed is they will address issues that are going on in the world, exactly. rip, rip them to shreds, and it will be absolutely, it's really offensive but really funny. That's what you need. I think um, one of the things that why I think I like South Park so much, especially over the past couple of years, is I watch a documentary about the way they make each episode and how it's always so current, and they literally like. A Monday morning starting episode and it has to be finished by the Sunday and it's just how they've like sort of always done it. Um, so they'll they'll like got to come up with a whole concept and animate it in like five days or something. Um, so a really really good documentary. I'll try and find the name of it now. And um, basically obviously like they like really sort of struggle in the documentary. Um, and this it's kind of a weekly process. Um, but it always sort of it kind of has to come up. And that's why it's always so relevant because they're getting things like throughout that week up and adding oh, things yeah, in the, the last, literally the last minute. I mean, God knows what the next season's going to be like because you just know it's going to be all about, like I know we got tagged in that thing on Facebook by Jody the other day about uh, only one person can save the ballots and it's Cartman. I was like, that has to be, like it, that is literally what the next um, sort of season is going to be about. Um, the documentary is called Six Days to Air. 
and it came out in uh, 2011. And uh, it's basically just like about them making an episode. Um, but, but I watched it on YouTube, so I'll try and um, I'll try and find it and send it over you. But it's it's not very long, but it's it's really good, cool insight into how they do it. But um, going on to like our favorite animated show of all time, that well, other than sort of like South Park, uh, the Ricky Gervais show. Um, I guess just your, your feelings about that, how that is possibly the most watchable thing out of anything we've spoke about, the sort of compilations on YouTube that are like three hours, four hours long of things that happened on the podcast and on the, uh, the show. Um, I guess you what, do, what is it yeah, you, you like? Don't even need, you don't even need to watch it. You can just listen to it. Listen like when it's on the telly, it's just like... One thing I always think about that, not the TV show, like the, the radio. When, when, we, when we dad, yeah. yeah. Me, Scott and Nick were playing in the pool. Me dad's lying on the side of the pool, his headphones in. Papa wetting himself laughing. Like, pop out loud. <laughs> what, what, what's he doing? He's making us all a right tip, but it yeah. happens to the best of us. Um, it turns out we've listened to that, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's what what else? Yeah, what 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 can you say? It's just so watchable, so funny. Carl Pilton's one, like without knowing it, one of the funniest people ever. I mean, out of out of everything that we've mentioned and stuff, this is the only thing that me and you decided to get tattooed on our bodies. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, like, what what quote have you got? Mine says. Um, if you just talk, I find that your mouth comes out with stuff. So just ramble on and you eventually get to say what you want to say. Um, and then I've got, uh, I can't be doomed with this. Uh, and then the sort of, for anyone who doesn't know, it's just basically Carl Pilkinen's face from the animated show. Um, I'll post a photo of it with this with this episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, it proves how iconic it is that we, uh, that we got it tattooed on us and I think that the funniest thing about it is if we showed uh, Carl himself he would be just like what are you doing why have you done that but the man yeah but it's just like the most iconic things that have come from that show that uh, I guess the poems um, the sort of just Ricky's laugh uh, and it's kind of what it was like the sort of birth of although some of it came afterwards of Idiot Abroad uh, the original anyway put like the uh, sort of podcast and how that all came about, which I know is like some a show that it, it's probably my favorite TV show of all time. I would say I think it's quite a bold claim, but I think it definitely is. I don't think I've ever laughed at anything. We spoke about sitcoms and laughing and stuff. I don't think I've ever laughed at anything as much as I laughed at um at that the first, second, third, hundredth time that I watched it. Yeah. Um, absolutely, just quality. I mean, I'll go on the. We'll go back to the sort of Ricky Gervais show. Have you got a favourite episode of that? And then we'll talk about Idiot Abroad and what your sort of favourite episode of that must be. Favourite episode of... Um, oh, I guess or... favourite sketch thing to sort of talk about because obviously every episode kind of blends into one when you don't watch them as... A, like, I don't really watch them as episodes. I watch them as clips on YouTube, really, so... Um... We've got, of course, the one when he goes on about the poetry in the First World War, you know, get your niggas off. Yeah, get your niggas off. <laughs> um, what else? Tell you which one's funny. When his um, he tells a story about his brother getting kicked out of the army because he nipped out for uh, for, for some fags in a in a tank. <laughs> a tank. <laughs> Man wrote the letter to the the uh, the guy in the army. Dear Chuck. <laughs> the uh, the TikTok one, uh, where he's uh, he told his dad he liked uh, he liked TikTok, so he got got him a massive box of them. Ended up using them as cat litter because there were so many of them. Um. <laughs> Um, I think my I think my favorite episode has got to be the freaks one when they talk about the <laughs> yeah. man and he's like um he's like imagine Samuel L Jackson no arms and legs 
<laughs> I mean, that, that's another great quote. Uh, people, people, um, people with no arms and legs who want to be swimmers don't be stupid. <laughs> Do you know what, though, about that episode? It what always strings me whenever anyone goes, oh, you need to watch a great show, and it's really good. Like, well, it's about a freak show for a, for a start, as Colin Putnam said. One with a beard, have a shave, not a freak anymore. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> spot on. It where's, really where, if, if it was a proper great showman, where's Lighthouse Man? <laughs> exactly. Where's uh, the bloke with two knobs? Where's he? The bloke with two knobs. Or what is it? The, um, what is it? The one, the, the woman with uh, with one head or something? It's like, well, how does that make her a freak? But it's oh it, yeah, oh. The, the, the man with one head, but he's got two bodies. Yeah, he's got that too. Yeah. So she eats the man with two bodies. The pig-faced woman of Manchester Square. Um, absolutely iconic. I, I mean, I've always wondered if it was actually a real person. Um, apparently, it was. Uh, if you actually <laughs> look into it. What's um, the one of um, when he talks about the woman on his estate who uh, who would go down the street with a pram and they had it had, instead of having a baby and it just had a bucket with a face on it. A bucket with a face on it. Uh, and there's the part where he goes to this sort of ab- abandoned mansion. Um, his mate that's just bought it and his uh, the, the the note nappies. And then on the back of it, it's just uh, um, nappies no longer needed, baby dead. <laughs> is, that, is that when you went the notes on a wall next to a pile of dead flies and a, and a condom on the top? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, I mean, people who haven't seen this must think, like, what the fuck are we talking about? But literally, like, if you haven't ever listened or seen any of the Rage of Ace show, just dig it out and find it and watch it, and I promise you won't be disappointed. Cause it's, they're all on there. They're all on YouTube. They're all on YouTube, yeah. You, I mean, there's literally, like, four-hour, five-hour compilations of, like, the episodes and the podcasts and without the animation. Um, absolutely. I mean, everything, but all the arguments between Steve and, uh, and Carl are just incredible. Uh, when he saw sort of talks about, um, he, he had no, he fell out with about, is it 50p? And he 50p asked if he, Steve, Steve's 50p. Yeah, he could have, if he could have his change back. And he's like, after he'd went and bought them, he was like, oh, well, well no. He's like, well, but it's mine. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, there's, there's just so, so many, um, things you could talk about. Idiot Abroad, okay. though. Which oh. one's a good one before we go on idiot abroad? Is when they're doing the um the the heaven and hell one to see which which door they're guarding. Oh, and incredible! Grass, and he's like, got some post for God here. Is he? Here? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, look, lad, this is trying to do a job. Because <laughs> um, oh, what actually is the thing with that? Because this always confuses me, even when he explains you know what it. It's something like the devil always lies, but the and the angel always tells the truth. But it's, the answer to it always confuses me as well because surely you would just say it with like a really simple question like what time is it? Yeah. What, and what day is it? The person you know what day it is is going to tell you the answer. That's true. If you have a watch on. Yeah. Um, maybe that's against the uh, <laughs> uh, heaven and hell puzzle. But I, think, I think it might be. I think it might be a yes or no question you had to ask them. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. You can only ask but them a question. You, but then you could just ask them a really simple question like you could just be like, "Am I a male?" You know what I mean, like, yeah, uh, here we go. Like, uh, you're standing before two doors, uh, one of the path leads to heaven and the other leads to hell. There are two guardians, one by each door. You know, one of them always tells the truth, the other always lies, but you don't know who is honest, one and who is the liar. You can only ask one question to one of them in order to find uh, the way to heaven. What is the question? Uh, so you can only ask it to one of them, so you could say. Oh no, hold on. No, you could still do that, couldn't you? Because if you say to one of them, what day is it? And if he goes Monday and it's a Tuesday, you know he's lying. The, yeah. The, the, the devil can't tell the truth. So as long as you so, know the answer to the if you know the answer to the question, 
then do you know what I mean? Then, then yeah. you've got it. So it says here, uh, the question you should ask is, if I ask the other God about which side leads to heaven, what would he answer? It should be fairly easy to see the irrespective of whom do you ask a question. You will always uh, get an answer which leads to hell, so you can choose the other path to continue your journey to heaven. See, I just feel that's far too complicated. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, they, always, they put a laugh at calling it and how he doesn't get it, right? But I would never, ever think of that. Like, I would just say to them, if they're always going to tell the truth, I'd just say to one of them, go on, Morgan Fatter, dead. Yeah, he goes, no. And I go, right, well, you're, you're lying, aren't you? Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> you got Maggie down there with you. Uh, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, so I, I mean, I don't even really actually... It's confused us more actually reading the answer. Um, anyway, yeah... Uh, the energy abroad um first two seasons incredible third season funny for kind of different reasons um if, if you offer me a cat now i'd, I'd, I'd take a swap more uh, um, davis annoys me a bit because he thinks he's big he thinks he's like he's more famous than what he is yeah, yeah. and then when he's I like more, more, him, more, he's a better dancer than me yeah i'm not having that i'm not having that um i mean what uh you dressed up as a bear in Star Wars. It's like, so have you ever, ever seen Harry Potter? Well, I would hope so. Is there not eight of them? <laughs> because again, it's all made up shit. <laughs> um, so, like, first favourite episode from the first season. So you've got Carl's Seven Wonders um, as the original title. What's your favourite episode from there? The last one's a good one when he just gives up and he does the Amber thing over the, over the top. Yeah. Um, to be fair... Honestly, some of the best episodes of the seasons are the ones where he reviews them at the end. Uh, well, I mean, the second season where he gets a prostate exam um, live on telly. That, absolutely, that, 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 that's the best one. At the end, he goes, "You're a doctor, aren't you? <laughs> You're not a real doctor, aren't you?" Um, the first season. I don't know. I've seen China so many times. Um, absolutely, it is great. Um, I'm trying to like now. I'm gonna have to get them up again. Like my in, mind's. In, India is the one where he goes where is that the one where he goes to the thingy party and start hoing all the uh, the chalk and water on? He's like, oh, the nice, give us a nice, um, nice, nice white suit. Yes, we went because didn't hear about trainers. Yeah. The trainers, they're, they're ruined. What a, possibly uh, my favourite moment um, from it all, and I know you love this as well, um, is Jordan, where they um, where they kidnap them without telling them. Um, and I, actually, it goes into the final episode really when they talk about it. But it's like I, I was not given a—I've got no word. I wasn't given a word. Uh, I haven't got a clue. And he's like, "This is why I wouldn't ring you." They say this is a, going on about he'd ring Suzanne. And she's like, "Oh, uh, what what are you doing? What are you doing?" And, oh, uh, I told you, Aaron. You see, you you, you never listen. Uh, um, and he goes, he goes, "What's what's the emotion?" Was you don't even know me, mum and dad's number. Yeah. 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 But of course, when when it comes up with his uh the part at the end on the final episode where they're on about that, it's like uh what was uh, what's he doing? I don't know. He's just sat there shouting Congress Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably that's probably the uh favorite one as well. Actually, Jordan, uh that is a good one. Mexico's a good one as well. He tries to buy the Mexican jumping beans. And he yeah. gets chinned in the chinned in the wrestling table. Suzanne says, "Do you want to watch a program? Take it out this night. We're not watching that." E- Egypt. <laughs> where he goes to the uh, 
the, the people at the end who are trying to summon the aliens. He's like, and he's just going looking at them. But oh, is that more than the nappy floor to the end? He goes, shooting nappy running through the air. Yeah, don't show this in the whole day brochure. Egypt as well, where he goes, he meets the bloke who's um, he's trying to teach him how to haggle, and he's like, "Have you got this in?" Uh, no, no, well, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it. And he's like trying to explain, going, "Say you're rubbish, you're rubbish. I wouldn't buy anything. I would sack you." <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I think first season, I think Egypt probably is my favorite. Um, and Brazil, then, I like, I like Brazil as well. Brazil, yeah, where he goes to, um, Tonto is a Tonto or whatever his name is. Uh, Elso. Uh, yeah, and, and he, um, he, he's in his house and he just goes out for the night, leaves him there. Um, is he just the one way he stays in the um the whole the hotel with the auntie shed? Um, I, I don't know. I think that might be Jordan because Egypt's where. Because is that not the room where the clay Michael Palin stayed in? Oh so yeah, yeah. In, like a, a nice, yeah, yeah. In a, a nice room. Yeah, you're right. He, this, the episode I was thinking of the one where I think it might be China actually where he first gets there and he's sat in the room and it's just concrete. Or it might be India where they're all just sort of um lying in a place and he's like oh. Has, uh, we'll go to the other um, house. And he's like, oh, I've got a toilet. Yeah, oh, you sold it to us. And he's trying to explain to him that he can't, he won't be able to have a shit in a hole in the ground. Yeah. Is it, uh, why is it better? Why is it better? He goes, splash back. <laughs> is it the guy ordering a King Poo chicken on the uh, on the phone <laughs> when they're in China. <laughs> um, I think season two for me, uh, Route 66, is, has to be um, like my favourite episode from that. Although, I, I think season two is actually better than season one. Yeah, either that one or the Desert Island when he does the land dive. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it was about it was about six foot. So what happens is if, if I punch Steve in the face and he falls over, you're falling further than what you've just done that land dive from. Um, uh, whale watching. Oh, he's like, uh, just well, trying to watch like King Kong here. Yeah. If you count in the last episode, that definitely comes as the winner for, for season yeah. two, like yeah. you get the prostate exam prostate and the pilgo pump pants as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. That's the the Fuji episode where he comes up with it, and then the wait, oh god, when you see him on the travel on the um the the shopping channel at the end. Job, yeah. job, job done. <laughs> uh, Route sixty six, where they make him do Glee Club, um, and then obviously at the end with the Mister Leather thing and the wing walk, um, and all together that's uh, the cuddle party again. Another uh, great thing. Um, I'm trying to think. Trans Siberian Express is a good one where he meets the man off the uh, off the train. He's like, "This card is British. It's shit. It's the worst card I've ever drove." And so he should like... be working at this job. Tourists <laughs> come straight off a plane. I mean, Suzanne says, so like, "Next time Suzanne tells me that I'm on, I'm going to bring her here and show him this guy." Jesus. <laughs> when he meets the guy with the the body that's magnetic, and he's like, yeah. um, "It's Carrier bags, very expensive these days. He comes out of weight rolls, sticks a can <laughs> on his head. Uh, meet the gorillas, where he's, uh, it's accessible through an eight-hour trek through the mountain. Not accessible then, is it? <laughs> is it on? Is it on? Um, um, season three or season two, when he goes to see the panda, and he dresses up panda. Like, I've got to kick a panda in the bollocks, I will. Uh, season three with Warwick in it because he's uh, they're both dressed up, and he's like, "Come here!" and he's like, grabbing him by the head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that's um, that's definitely season three. Season three is really good, just because like pretty much just when he bullies Warwick, it's just the, the, one of the funniest moments. Where he ties him with the thing. I've never had a kite. Uh, um, 
that's that, that's always uh, always makes us laugh. To be fair, the um, the newer seasons that he's done um, are, are good. To be fair, that I'm trying to think what it's called, what it's called off the top of my head. Why can't I think of it? Sick, uh, sick of it. Uh, no, no, not so much. Not sick of it. Uh, Moment of life, something. Oh, right. Uh, sick of it. Sick of it's good. And it annoys us how much he like stress he puts on himself because he's sick of it. And it's like it's not the same. It's not the same. It's like it's fine. It's not the same. I thought it was fine. The, the second season was much better than the first season. I think. I've not seen the second season. I've seen the first. I've only seen the first one. I didn't think it was very good. But I think before anything else, before we go on, uh, that one other thing of Carl Pilkman is when he plays the uh, thingy in Derek and he kicks off with that woman oh, um, for the jury. Yeah, yeah. Where he's uh, oh, he's like a fucking magpie coming in here, and he tells a story in the out. Oh god, if we go on the Derek outtakes, that actually what's actually funnier than the entire season is Derek's outtakes. Is it, is it season one or season two? Is that the one we watched for like what we like, watched times in a row when Kev's like time. Derek's keeping? Yeah, uh, Kev's Kev's in the caravan. The scene didn't actually make it into the show because because uh, Ricky couldn't get a good enough uh, take of it because he just kept laughing the entire time. Um, definitely hunt it out if you haven't seen it. It's basically a scene where Kev is uh, pretending or sort of again having sex with some some woman whilst Derek sat on the uh, on the sofa uh, like sort of sleeping at the other side. So he's in a caravan, and literally they try to film it like hundred probably a hundred times, and they couldn't uh, they couldn't get a good take because it's honestly hilarious. I don't blame Ricky for not being able to uh, to not laugh because it's absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, Derek, that uh, thing where he, he tells them that in, uh, afterwards, I, he wasn't even acting, he just knows there's loads of people around like that. And it is true um, that you get people in your, in your family trying to like sort of steal the things off people. But that goes back to the episode of uh, of the royal family where Elsa uh, dies and uh, Nana's just goes around and uh, steals everything. Because they're not <laughs> perishable items, you're a bloody vulture. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I guess we'll leave it at that for sitcoms because uh, that's taken up quite a while. But there's a there's a couple of things that I uh, sort of want to talk about um, as well now that you live in Liverpool. Um, and it's it's just something that happened to me as well when I got in like a very serious relationship, which of course you're in now as well. And it's um, cats and dogs. Uh, so I was very much like you, a, a dog person, um, mm. until I met Erin. Uh, and then having sort of two cats live here, we were absolutely besotted by them and uh, loved them a bit. So obviously, you had uh, had Alfie the dog and now have Alfie the cat as well as... Um, Hugo and Gus. Hugo and Gus. How, uh, how are you finding life with cats? How is it compared to having a dog? What are your sort of pros and cons about that? Because now I, like, I cannot think of ever having dogs just really irritate us compared to cats. Cats are so easygoing, so laid back. You don't have to like sort of take them for walks, really pick up after their shit or anything like that. They just kind of go about their life, and then you get to like have a bit of fun with them uh, more than they sort of annoy you. What uh, what's sort of your take on that now that you sort of live with Bill? Yeah, I'd say you don't have to take you know you don't have to take cats out. But the thing is, if you let them out, they like piss off, and they can sometimes take ages to come back. But off we always come back. Um, when you say about cleaning up after them, uh, Alfie does this thing where if we don't let him in the garden, he just decides to just shit on the floor. Oh, that's um, um, And because Meg's pregnant, you're not allowed to pick up cat shit when your pregnancy's got something in it. Oh, really? Um, so every time he shits on the floor, I've got to pick it up. Um, and then I can't, every, I've got to clean the cat ladders out as well. Um, but it's not that bad. It's, easy, it's yeah. I would say it's easier. Um, those come in the morning for like a cuddle with Meg and they oh, kind of ignore me. Ignore yes. me. Um, but 
yeah. I, I love yeah. how like how much personality cats have got. I think like more than dogs. Like dogs are always so like sort of full of life pretty much and always like sort of energetic. They're kind of like they're always the same, I think. Uh they're to me anyway, from having a dog and stuff, like I guess people will probably have different experiences and stuff. But whenever I've had a dog and stuff like like AJ, my mom's dog's always excited, always sort of like jumps up and like if you can finally settle them down, you can get a bit of a cuddle for about two minutes and then you'll be hyper again as soon as you try and move. Whereas cats like just you can just tell when they're being proper schneidy, especially when you have two of them. Like like Susie and Nina like fight all the time and chase each other about and stuff. But like one time you see it and it's like Nina and you're like telling her off. And then the next time it's Sue's doing it and it's it's like it's just really, really funny like the way how their moods change and like especially when you give them like catnip and stuff out their toys and they just start going crazy. Like the yeah, idea is that I... whoever came up with that is is just is like decided that we should always get like cat eyes is 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 mental, but it's 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 funny. It's a lot of entertainment. Um but yeah so if, if you had to choose now cat or dog, what would you go for? I'd pick cat. I'd pick cat. cat. Yeah you see I'm yeah. exactly the same. But yeah, the the other part of personality is all like the other day, a few weeks ago actually, um, I was watching wrestling and Alf was sitting on the sofa with us, um, watching Tally, and then about a week later, Gus is lying on the floor next to the cat tree. Alf gets on the top of the cat tree and jumps on him like an elbow drop. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, yeah, I was like, you've definitely seen that somewhere. Yeah. He's <laughs> watching a bit too much HBK show, Michael's uh, <laughs> decided to replicate it. I love that. Yeah. That's quite, I like it. When uh, Al fights, he doesn't really know how to like play a fight because uh, he he was a stray, so he just kind of like yeah. he goes a bit like hard. And he was fighting with Gus the other day. Him and Gus kind of play a fight a little bit. Then yeah. Hugo jumped in because he thought he thought Alpha was trying to like probably fight Gus. And then every day when they're sitting waiting for the food, Alpha would just smack Hugo on the head. Yeah, we we you've obviously got three, and uh, we we got two. And I, I beg Aaron like at least probably once a day to be honest, <laughs> being truly honest, but uh, that to try and get another one. Uh, because I just, this is great. I just absolutely love them. And I, I've got so much more out of, um, out of like having cats. And like, like when you talk about them not coming back, and um, obviously, like, there's been quite a few people who, who are having, obviously, yourself uh, included, like, who are having kids and stuff at the moment. And I was like talking about it uh, with my mom. And I was like, oh, don't worry. I'd like, it will be me and Erin anytime soon. Um, and I was like, for a start, I don't think I'd, uh, I'm really cut out for it at the moment. Uh, Nina didn't come home until I'd half one the other night, and I'm sat at the window, like, nailing tea. I was shouting out the window, asking if she'd come home. So if I can't even, like, really deal when the cat uh, goes missing for, like, an hour, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to deal with having uh, having a kid. But, um, but yeah, so um, I guess, well, this is this has gone on for quite, for quite a while, and I'm sure... I'd, I'll definitely have you back on again because there's uh, like millions of topics that we could uh, talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, going back to Carl Pilton and the poems, um, I just want to want to read um, <clears throat> one of my favourite uh, poems out from the the philosopher that is KP, and it's um, it's this. Um, I don't like jellyfish. They're not a fish. They're just a blob. They don't have eyes, fins, or scales like a cod. They float around blind. Stinging people in, in the seas. Nobody likes jellyfish with chips and mushy peas. Get rid of them. <laughs> the wise words of um, of Carl Pilkington um, to end you on there. Uh, Lewis, I just want to say thank you very much uh, for coming on today. It's been an absolute pleasure being able to talk about uh, all that with you. And I'm sure we'll definitely have you on, whether it'll be by yourself or with with Dean or, or uh, Russ or anyone else. 
Um, I'm sure that'll happen in the future, but I just want to say thank you. No worries. Pleasure's all mine.